podcast. I am your host, Nakia Hines, and I deeply believe that we reach authentic healing through intentionality and candid conversations. I am so excited for you to hear today's episode, but even more excited that you are here with me on this journey to self-actualization. Let's get right into it. I want you to take three deep breaths right now. One, two, and three. Then I want you to look around your environment, wherever you are, and audibly say five things that you can see. Five, four, three, two, one. Now I want you to just be quiet and think of four things you can feel. Four, three, two, one. In a very low voice, I want you to say three things you can hear right now. Three, two, one. This time, say two things you can taste or want to taste. Two, one. Finally, I want you with your full voice to say one thing you can smell or would love to smell. Take one more deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Take a moment to be still and notice how you're feeling. You know what we just did? We just had a collective moment of rest as the Monday Bloom family. Why? Because today's episode is all about rest and why it's so necessary. Especially if you're serious about living a healed, healthy, and whole life. Now, even though we all like a nice little nap, rest encompasses so much more than physically laying down or sleeping, which is why instead of just talking about it, we embodied it immediately before we even got into it. Rest is anything and everything that connects your mind and your body. It's not always about stopping. It's actually more so about doing things that fill us up. Rest is actually the foundation of physical health, and it's such an important component of our success and happiness. Not only does true rest actually help to heal our physical bodies, but it also supports our mental well-being. It boosts our creativity, reduces our stress, and improves our relationship. So I felt like, you know, we've gotten into all of these topics and sometimes when we're on our healing journey, we feel like we have to do this, we have to do that, we have to remember this, we have to remember that, oh, can't forget this. And we actually are obsessing over healing so much that it becomes a detriment to the journey that we're trying to be on. Yes, be active in your healing, but also remember that rest is paramount to the journey that you're taking right now. In fact, there are actually seven forms of rest because I know, I don't remember if that was two years ago or when it was, but do you all remember 
that video and then people would remix the video and they were like, I'm about to go lay down, go lay down. Like, <laughs> like that. I do want you to make sure that you're laying down and actually getting at least seven to eight hours of quality sleep, REM sleep every night. But also, I want you to know that you can incorporate rest into your waking hours, and actually, it's something that we need to do. So let's go ahead. We haven't done a listy episode in a while, so I'm going to give you an opportunity to prepare your list if you're a list type of person, because we're about to go through seven forms of rest and restoration that we can incorporate in our daily lives. As you are gathering your materials, saints, um, how are you doing? Remember, when I ask you that question, you can respond to me. Act like you can hear me. Nobody knows. How are they going to know? Respond because I want you to check in with yourself. How are you really doing? How are your shoulders? Are they up by your ears or are they rested? Is your jaw clenched? Have you hydrated today? Because drinking our water and minding our business is not only a fun phrase. It's actually, when we drink half our body weight in water, it's eliminating toxins from our body. If we are not hydrated, well, obviously the opposite is true. And we are storing toxins that we do not want. When we mind our business, that's another form of mental rest. And I guess we're getting started. Number one, mental rest allows us to Give our minds the opportunity to be quiet and still without ruminating on what needs to be done, what has happened, what you are hoping for. Like, even though it's great to ponder upon things, sometimes your mind just needs a break. And I don't remember which episode it was, but I'll note it in the show notes. Meditation and the many forms of meditation are so helpful in giving our minds the rest that they need. It's hard at first. When you how many of us sit down and we have we don't have our phones, we're intending to meditate or just pause and then as soon as we're quiet, our mind is like, "Oh, guess I better suit up cuz now it's my turn to run a 400 meter dash." Like, why Calm down, brain. But that's because we are stimulated to such a crazy capacity that our mind can't even keep up with processing all the things. That's also why some of us aren't able to go to sleep. So reducing that sensory load is super helpful. And in fact, that's another form of rest, sensory rest. And that asks us to be aware of all the external stimuli we're taking in that's actually exhausting us. So at work, it might be a Zoom call. At home, it might be our phone phone screens and the television and the radio and even just regular sounds that we hear all day and then set boundaries with ourselves to avoid burnout by reducing that stimuli. Another form of rest is creative rest, and that's all about experiencing beauty and art within ourselves without, hear me closely, without using our own creative labor to actually make it happen. So like that right now, what I'm doing, even though it pours me it pours into me, fills me up, I am not participating in creative rest because I am creating this for you. So I am enjoying this even as we are creating it, but it's not creative rest because that creative rest would be like if I'm spending a weekend in the mountains or at the beach or in a live show, just really appreciating the gift of beauty. 
Another form of rest is social rest. And you might be thinking that means isolation. It means the exact opposite. Social rest is when we spend time with friends and loved ones who rejuvenate us instead of spending time with people who drain our energy and exhaust us. Social rest is so important because it ties right into what we've been discussing about community care, collective care. It helps us pour into one another, which just makes our light just go brighter and brighter. Spiritual rest is another way that we can cultivate personal relationships to achieve something that's bigger and greater than ourselves. So that's when we are tapped into our creator and really giving ourselves the opportunity to invest in our own spiritual journey. Of course, we love a nap. We already established that. Physical rest, though, is divided into passive rest and active rest. So passive rest is that nap that I was talking about and sleeping, but active rest invites muscle relaxation, like doing stuff like yoga or qigong or taking a slower walk. Those are all ways that we can give our bodies physical rest. And lastly, emotional rest is the ability to be honest and authentic when we are expressing our emotions and giving ourselves full permission to feel whatever comes up for us without judging it. Something that I like to talk about often when we talk about social and emotional learning and regulation is that really there is no such thing as a negative. I believe there is no such thing as a negative emotion or a positive emotion. There are some emotions that are enjoyable and there are some emotions that are really hard, but all of them are forms of communication and it's our body trying to process whatever has happened. So don't suppress these emotions that feel heavy and hard because what you are suppressing, you are storing. It's so important to share it so that you can relieve yourself of that emotional burden and work through it. I promise that you can work through it. So as I was talking about these seven ways to rest, I was looking up, you know, just resources because I also want you to listen to this, but then have action tied to the op- the episode. And there's actually a rest assessment that I'll link in the show notes. And it takes only about five minutes. So of course I took it myself. And basically when you take it, you have to put in your email address so that they can send you your results. And so um, in my, and I got my results really quick, but in my, in, in your results, they'll tell you if you receive adequate rest in an area, if you need more rest, or if it's like even further, your life is being negatively impacted by your lack of rest in each of those seven areas. So funny enough, I only scored adequately in the spiritual category, but I'm happy that me and Big G are locked in. Um, However, all of the other areas, I was grateful to know that I am, according to this assessment, I'm experiencing rest in all of the categories, but I would thrive if I tapped into more of those moments of rest. I actually love this, y'all. Look at us taking care of ourselves on a new level. (laughs) So if you're interested in that, of course, I'm going to link it in the show notes. And then if you're actually interested in reading more about seven ways to rest, I encourage you to pick up the book called Sacred Rest by Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. Now, learning the seven rest areas is fairly easy, but for many of us, the hard part is to rest without guilt. 
Mm-hmm. I know you didn't think we were just going to keep it cute today. No, I'm getting in your business right now because we are healing together, friend. Okay, giving ourselves permission to rest is the real work and the true vehicle of rest is actually trust. So trusting that our worlds won't crumble when we take a break, trusting other people to share the load so that we can offer ourselves the restoration that our soul so deeply needs, and also trusting ourselves and the people that care for us enough to be vulnerable in our acceptance of rest as a tool in our self-care toolbox. I read a quote from Corey Allen recently that says, rest isn't just about restoring your energy, it's about giving yourself enough space to reflect so you can strengthen your perspective. So rest literally is the foundation of so many good things in our lives. It can help us reach higher heights and have a deeper understanding of even ourselves, but we have to allow ourselves the gift of adequate rest and rest that is not just like, you know, I rest this day, I might rest again in two weeks. No, but how can we incorporate rest as a practice? Friend, you deserve to be in community with people who allow you to unload stress and gain rest and people who offer themselves as support for healing and comfort. If you are not in that community or you haven't found your people, please make sure you are praying. Tap into spiritual rest first then. Pray for the community of people that God has for you. And then help, no, well, yes, help him, but pray that he helps you do whatever you need to be able to contribute to that community so that you are not just like expecting these transactional relationships, but that you all are joined into transformative relationships. You are pouring into each other. You are helping one another grow. You're really locked in and doing life together, okay? They're they're out there. They are out there. Don't you allow the lies of the enemy to trick you. You deserve rest, May you rest without guilt this week. May you lean into a healthy relationship with rest that is not just a response to exhaustion, but a reflection of the love you have for yourself. May your rest complement the life you live and the person you are. I appreciate you so much for listening. I hope that you take this message to heart and that you really activate rest in a higher way in your life. All right, I'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye.